0: Good morning, good morning, good morning and welcome my blessed and beautiful sisters and brother in Christ that you are. I am your sister Heavenly and I've been led by the Spirit of the Lord to come up here and spend time with you guys and let us be encouraged with one another and let us uplift the Lord today and I thank God for this blessed new day. Today is Monday, September the 14th at 7.39 a.m. Eastern Time. God bless you, and I thank God for your life and your family and your heart being open, ready to receive the things of the Lord. And if you're listening for the very first time, I give you the biggest, warmest, ever-loving... uplifting um, hug ever in the spirit, excuse me, it's still early in the morning, but God bless you, I give you the biggest warmest welcome ever in the name of Jesus, and how do I do that virtually, I wrap myself around myself, and I hug tight, and that is me hugging you in the spirit, God bless you, God bless your families, welcome to the place that the Lord has ordained for you to come and be a part of where you are surrounded by other brothers and sisters who are now your brothers and sisters in Christ. This is a Christ family that the Lord has led us all to come and be a part of in the name of Jesus. So I just thank God for the blessings of our family. And you don't have to feel alone. This is a place that the Lord says that your life is going to change. His love, the very essence of his love is up here with us at all times. So when you come up here, You're going to feel pure love from Christ himself because the Lord himself is teaching us here and our life is constantly changing when we're walking upright before the Lord and we're walking in that journey together. So I welcome you to the Christ family that you're now is a part of. God bless you, my new sisters. God bless you, my new brothers. In Christ that you are. So everybody's going to give you a warm and beautiful meet and greet and how do we all do that my sisters and brothers in Christ we hug ourselves mm-hmm. and that is everybody doing a meet and greet and hugging in the spirit of the Lord just showing and representing the love of Christ the body of Christ amen so I just thank God for everyone welcome my sisters and all my brothers in Christ up here I am so excited for Jesus all the time. I'm excited for the things that the Lord is going to be doing in our lives. Constantly we follow him and we'll constantly see the greater things that the Lord has for us. We must not just follow him but we have to live a life of obedience as well. We have to be willing to follow him his way. We got to be willing to give up our life and turn our life over to Christ. So I welcome all my blessed and beautiful sisters again in Christ. And I just thank God for everyone's family. God bless your children, your loved ones, and anyone who is so close and dear to you. And I thank God for leading us to this place because this place has given us comfort. This place has helped us do struggles, this place is helping us get through, this place is helping us to understand the Lord himself so I thank God for his understanding and his wisdom and I just am so blessed and excited because I know the Lord has something amazing, more than just amazing but very powerful where it's going to reach our soul in the name of Jesus so I thank God for filling us up with his spirit and as we go on we're going to get ready to prepare our minds and our heart to be totally in tune with Christ so that we can receive him the way he's representing himself to us he's representing us to the word he's representing his time to us he's always got time for us so don't ever think that the Lord does not have enough time he has more than enough time he set the time so we it's just us we don't make time for him right so it is that time in our life that we are to draw closer and closer to the things of the Lord I am so excited everybody is doing great If you have a testimony you need to share, please leave a message. I would definitely love to hear your testimonies, any exciting news, praise reports. The Lord loves it when you talk. He loves when you testify because he loves all his glory. So we're going to open up with prayer so we can prepare our minds. So let's go. Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. We come another day today, Father God, uplifting you in your holy name. We thank you for waking us up this morning, Father God, for you did not have to wake us up. But we are grateful that we're still here in the land of the living, oh God. Father God, people have been going through so many different things. So I thank you, Lord, that you have led them to come up here as an outreach place to heal, Father God, to be delivered, O God, to be uplifted, O God, to feel love, your love, God, to feel a family, Father God. What is it like to have a family in Christ, Lord? And this is what it means, Father God, that we come together, O God. So you can teach us how to be individually with you. So Father God, I thank you for every sister and brother in Christ that are listening, that will be listening in the name of Jesus. I thank you for me and the needs today, oh God. Someone needed a touch from you, oh God. I believe in Jesus' name. We all need your touch every single day. Yes, Lord, we need to be filled up with your word every day. We need to be filled up with your love every day, Father God. So, Lord, Father God, let us prepare our hearts and minds to receive the blessings of your word, the blessings of your love that's going to meet every need that we have been pouring out to you. How we've been crying out to you, Father God. We thank you that we can come together as a family to encourage one another, oh God. Father God, lead us by your spirit in everything that we do, that we receive you in the spirit, oh God. So, Lord, I thank you for covering us under the drenching blood of Jesus. And I ask, oh God, that you lead our direction through our day. And, Lord, let our situations be turned around in your holy name through prayers, oh God. Every time prayers go up, things change, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, we thank you for the many blessings of this lesson today. And we ask in Jesus' name, Father God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, merciful God amen i thank god for that prayer because we're asking him in his name to receive his blessing today so this prayer has been an uplift and get us started get us motivated in the spirit of the lord so i just thank god and i welcome everybody again just in case you might have been moving around you didn't hear me say welcome um i like to make people feel welcome and that's what the Lord does for us. We're all to make people feel welcome so they can come back again and again. If you feel very warm, loved, and welcome, you're going to keep coming. So, God has the right people placed in our lives for the right support, the right comfort that we need to be drawn closer to Him. So, yes, He will use people and places and things to set up and give us comfort when we need it the most. So, I just thank the Lord for the uplifting of everything we're going to receive in him. How you came in here today, if you came in here sad, if you came in here weary, you will not leave the same. So I thank God in Jesus' name that you're going to receive. We are going to receive everything from our Heavenly Father here today. So the Lord wanted to speak on children today as well. He wanted me, before we go into the actual lessons, the actual lesson is about everything happens for a reason. So we know some people have children. You may not have children, but you know someone who has children. So he wanted me to call out a prayer for the children. Children need prayer as well. And he wanted me to give something to parents. Guardians, if you're a parent, If you are someone who's caring for a child or you have children, this is for you as well. And it's for everybody to receive this because we're all to pass on what we learn from Christ every day. When you receive knowledge, we're all to pass the knowledge around in the name of Jesus. So it's a blessing whether you have kids or you don't because you know somebody needs this word today. So just make sure you allow yourself to be used by God to deliver to somebody important to somebody heart deliver this into somebody that you know can use in uplifting because children raising children can be really hard and we got to install in our children as well as God is installing in us we're responsible for what we pour into their heart so we must be able to pour the Word of God prayers into their hearts. So we have to ask God to help us as parents, too. I am a parent, and I have a special needs son. So, you know, I have a teen, well, she's 18 now, and um, it can be really challenging. And so I still need to I pray over them every day. I speak life into their spirit every day. So we must learn how to do that. So the Lord has given me a prayer. So I'm going to say... The okay, he's giving me a scripture first, and then he gave me a message behind the scripture. And remember, this is for parents right now, guardianship or somebody else's children, but this is for everybody to just receive this so this can help us as parents. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 to 20 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God, therefore glorify God in your body. It says, Our bodies are temples. Lord, you have said so. We need to care for them with a balance of exercise, good nutrition, and proper rest. None of these seem to be popular with youngsters today, but we ask you to help us install in our children respect for bodily fitness. We love our children, Lord, and we are serious in our desire to encourage them to develop healthy bodies and minds. Bless us as we try to be better examples by doing more, walking and less driving, avoiding junk food and spending less time in front of the TV and computer. Please guard our entire family from harmful excesses as we work to keep our bodies fit to honor you. Take care of your body. is the only one you'll get. Amen. So the Lord wants our children to be healthy. He wants us to be able to give them a healthy outlook on health. So the Lord wanted to encourage that for families with children because some of our children are not healthy. And God wants them to be healthy and not in their bodies but also in their minds. So I'm going to say a prayer. So I thank God that has really blessed me. I thank God. And I'm pretty sure you have been blessed. Just hearing that from the Lord is a blessing. Anything we receive from the Lord, we know that the Lord has um, our best. He he, he cares for us and he wants the best for us. So he has um, interest in what we do and what our children got going on as well. So I'm going to say the prayer for the children. Amen. Amen. It says... Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray and confess Your word over my children, and surround them with my faith—faith faith in Your word that You watch over it to perform it. I confess and believe that my children are disciples. I'm sorry. I, I confess and believe that my children are disciples of Christ, taught of the Lord and obedient to Your will. Great is the peace and undisturbed composure of my children. Because you, God, contend with that which contends with my children, and you give them safety and ease them. Father, you will, Father you, you will perfect that which concerns me. I commit and cast the care of my children once and for all over on you, Father. They are in your hands, and I am positively persuaded that you are able to guard and keep that which I have committed to you. You are more than enough, Father." I confess that my children obey their parents and the Lord as his representatives because this is just and right. My children will honor and esteem and value as precious my children are honor, esteem and value as precious their parents. For this is the first commandment with a promise that all may be well that all may be well with my children and that they may live long on earth. I believe and confess that my children choose life and love. You, Lord, obey your voice and claim to you, for you are their life and the length of their days. Therefore, my children are the head and not the tail, and shall be above only and not beneath. They are blessed when they come in and when they go out. I believe and confess that you give your angels, take charge over my children, to accompany and defend and preserve them in all their ways. You, Lord, are their refuge and fortress. You are their glory and the lifter of their heads. As parents, we will not provoke, irritate, or fret our children. We will not be hard on them or harass them or cause them to become discouraged, sullen, or morose, or to feel inferior and frustrated. We will not break or wound their spirits, but we will rear them tenderly in the training, discipline, counsel, and admonition admonition of the lord we will train them in the way they should go and when they are old they will not depart from it O oh lord my lord how excellent majestic and glorious is your name in all the earth you have set your glory on you have set your glory on or above the heavens out of the mouth of babies and unwinged infants You have established strength because of your foes, that you might silence the enemy and the avenger. I sing praise to your name, O Most High. The enemy is turned back for my children. In the name of Jesus, they increase in wisdom and in favor with God. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, merciful Father God. Thank you, Jesus. So I just thank the Lord for that today because our kids need to be prayed over daily and we have to be able to trust God with our children that they're going to be raised up right We don't want to irritate them or push them to the world but we want to be able to, to help draw them closer to the Lord so I thank God for that prayer and the uplifting of that prayer today because we needed to hear that in the name of Jesus so as we continue and parents feel blessed that the Lord want us to teach our children because we're better teachers than the one who takes care of them day in and day out. They might spend time at school, but we are the ones with them day in and day out. So we just thank God for the uplifting of his word that will help us learn how to pray over our children more and more. So the Lord wants us to pray over them. He wants us to encourage them. So as you're being encouraged, as the Lord is giving to you, pour into your children every day. Amen. So as we go on, we're going to go to... God has something for us. blessed for of course. I need to get more up. I'm still tired, but I thank God because I was excited just to come up on here. Of course, this is my passion to talk about the word of the Lord. I was going to come in last night, but the Lord said, get some rest. So I feel like I got some rest, but... I can use a little couple more rest, but I ain't got time, y'all. But God is so good. I thank him for the uplifting of our day, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And remember, you are queens and kings in Christ. You are wonderfully specialized in him. You are specially made. He don't make no junk. He created you perfect in his will. So the Lord said, you are somebody. You are very important. Your life has meaning. Don't take your life. Don't give up because of what's going on in your life. You're supposed to go through a lot of different things at times in your life. Because if there's no fire, there's no sunshine. There has to be fire with sunshine. And there has to be sunshine with fire. So you got to know this is a season. There's a season of pain. There's a season of drought. There's a season in different times. And that's why he wants us to understand that everything happens for a reason we may not always know the reason but when you look at yourself know that you belong to a king an almighty fatherly god that we have an uh, almighty father um, god we have and we serve our almighty father god yes our heavenly father who created the heavens and the earth my sisters and brothers in christ you are unique You are special. You are intelligent. You are bright. You are very smart. And there's nothing wrong with you. You're more than a conqueror than him that loves you. You're a conqueror through Jesus Christ because he loves us in the name of Jesus. So you're able to conquer all things through Christ who strengthens you. And the Lord is mighty and powerful in your life. The Lord is your protector. He is our protector. He guides us down the right roads. He leads us in the right paths, in the right direction that we're supposed to be in. A lot of time we take a detour. Life happens. Life hit us with a heavy blow. And we fall apart. We hit rock bottom. But the Lord said everything happens for reasons. So when you hit rock bottom, come up with him in the name of Jesus. And sometimes he will allow us to hit rock bottom for his purpose and his will. Because sometimes it may take a rock bottom fall you to rise up in him strong and tall so I thank God for that so I'm going to give you another scripture this one says Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 4 if the spirit of the ruler rise up against thee leave not thy place for yielding pacific great offenses I look into that to see what that one says and um it says Lord we expect to learn that life isn't fair But when it hurts the most is when our loved ones experience misfortune or injustice. Sometimes we try to interfere and cushion the fall, the fall, but they resist and must learn for themselves in their own time. Help me to yield to your will even when I think I see the clearest path for them and help me to welcome them back with forgiving and open arms. The Lord has blessed us with that. He has given that to us before, but sometimes the Lord will give us a, a, a familiar scripture It depends on what God say. If you feel like we need that In a moment of time So I think God So sometimes when you hear Same chapters It's different days And different reasons And different seasons No matter how many times you go to the same chapter in the word, you're never going to get it the same way. God is always going to give you in a different way. So if you study the word, you'll notice when you read it that one time and you go back to it again, it's going to give it to you different because God never does anything the same. His word remains the same, but it happens in our life in different moments. Certain things apply at different times in our life, but the word never changes. People change, we change, but God never changes on us. So I thank God for that message and that scripture. And we're going to go into, um, today we're going to go into Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And it's going to be from verse 1 through 22. And so if you do not have a Bible and you want to be able to study the word of God daily. So we're going to go into um, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And like I said, if you don't have a Bible, the Lord wants you to have a Bible because you know how it's important for you to have the word every day. We have to apply it. So you can download the Anchors app. You can leave your PO box and address where you need the Bible to be sent. And I will get you a Bible sent out to you in the name of Jesus by the next few days. But the Lord knows you're serious about your journey and your walk. So he's going to bless you with a Bible right where you're at. He's going to have it put in place that you're going to receive it today in the name of Jesus. So I thank God for your new Bible. I thank God that you will have the Bible. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel bad. I haven't always had a Bible in my hand or my back pocket either. So it's the blessing of getting one in the name of Jesus, having one, because God is not going to leave none of us behind. We're in this together. We're in this to grow together. And you can also download the Bible's app on your phone if you have a smartphone. And if you're able to go buy your Bible, that's a blessing. So we just want to make sure, the Lord want to make sure, I want to make sure, we as together the Father And me want to make sure that you are with a Bible and you're able to have one. Some people are not able to buy one, and it's nothing bad about that. Some people just can't afford certain things at this time with the pandemic and, you know, people are struggling financially. So I just thank God that he's going to get you a blessed Bible today. But for now, you can listen to the word of God. And when you do get your Bible and when you download the Bible's app, You can go right into studying the Word of God. And the Lord has been giving us these blessed episodes because these episodes is to help us get closer to Him. So He's teaching us how to be, how to do things in Him. And so that's to teach us that we must take the things that He's given us and grow in those things. And we must apply them to our life, be doers of His Word. Not just listeners, but actually doing what the Word of God say do. So the Lord has been blessing us with episodes so we can spend time he has left the scriptures after scriptures chapters and the word and he has given us so much that we don't have a reason why we can't go to him and study and spend time with him it's so much to discuss in these lessons and this is not enough time to actually go deep into it this is to give us these lessons for us to go back into it with him So he prepares us to come together, to receive the word together, to go back and prepare us with the word in him. So it helps us in our individual walk with him. So he teaches us as a family. He teaches you one-on-one. The Lord is so mighty. The Lord is so awesome. He is so amazingly good all the time that he sets things up in place just for you, just for me. So, we can be able to receive him at any time we want to. So, we have to have an open heart to do that. So, for those who actually have their Bible with them, um, we're going to go into Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and I'm going to read from 1 to 22. And as you are receiving this word in Christ, as you are receiving the word in Christ, let it meditate in your heart, my sisters and brothers in Christ. We're in this together. There's no race to get this today. There's no race who gets it first. It's about togetherness. It's about our walk in Christ individually. So we're here to receive and take the time to receive the word that the Lord has for us. It takes time to grow in the word. It takes time to understand it. It takes time to digest the word. So we must take our time and study in studying the word. That's why it's important that we make time for the Lord at all times, not just when it's um, benefiting our time and schedule. No, we need to make sure that our schedule work around God, not God work around our schedule. So we want to make sure that we are lined up with the word of God and lined up with God and doing what the Word they do, learning how to walk in the word. And it's simple. All you have to do is make time for the word of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Verse 2, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Verse 3, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. Verse 4 A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Verse 5 A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Verse 6 A time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. Verse 7 A time to rend, a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak. Verse 8. A time to love, a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. Verse 9. What profit have he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? Verse 10. Excuse me. I have seen the travail which God have given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. Verse 11, He hath made everything beautiful in His time. Also, He hath set the world in their heart, so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Verse 12, I know that there is no good in them, but for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life. Verse 13 And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. Verse 14 I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it, that men should fear before him. Verse 15 That which hath been is now and that which is to be have already been and God requireth that which is past. Verse 16 and moreover I saw under the sun the place of judgment that wickedness was there and the place of righteousness that iniquity was there. Verse 17 I said in my heart God shall judge the righteous and the wicked for there is a time there for every purpose and for every work. Verse 18 I said in my heart concerning the estate of the sons of men, that God might manifest them, and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. Verse 19 For all that which befalleth the sons of men, befalleth beasts, even one thing befalleth them. As the one dieth, so dieth The other. Yea, they have all one breath, so that a man have no preminence above a beast, for all is vanity. Verse 20. All go into one place, All all are of the dust, and all turn to dust again. Verse 21. Who knoweth the Spirit? Of man that go up that go up I'm sorry, verse twenty one. Who knoweth the spirit of man that go up upward and the spirit of the beast that go up downward to the earth? Verse twenty two. Wherefore I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion. For who shall bring him to see what should be after him? Amen. So let's recap. We know that God said it's a time for everything under the sun. And he has announced that in the very beginning from scriptures one to 10. So he's letting us know that it's a time for everything we deal with down here. It's a reason. We don't always know the reason, but it's a right time for everything. So things that seem like it's not a good time to us, it's the perfect timing that God has set. Whether it's grief, loss, depression, suicide, Um, dealing with um, children and their mental health and whatever the reasons are. But it's a time that we have to come to a place of these things that the Lord said. So let's go back and just talk about it. And verses one to five, you know, um, Solomon's point in this section is that God has a plan. I mean, a plan for all people. Does he provide cycles of life, each with its work for us to do? Although there are many problems we face that seem to contradict God's plan, these should not be barriers to believing in him, but rather opportunities to discover that without God, life problems have no lasting solutions. So that's what it means too. So, verses, um, going on through verses 6 to 8. So, it says, turning is important. All the experience listed in these verses are appropriate at certain times. The secret to peace with God is to discover, accept and appreciate God's perfect timing. There's no other way to put it out. The danger is to doubt or resent God's timing. This can lead to despair, rebellion, or moving ahead without his advice. So God said, the best peace we will ever discover in God is to be accepting and appreciate his perfect timing even if we don't like the timing when somebody leave us somebody pass away it's on god's perfect timing to us it's like why why now but if we respect and just thank god for his timing we'll be able to have peace so when things happen we won't be taken by uh our breath won't be taken away we won't be in a state of shock to say why did this happen we already know what the word said there's a time for everything so we must reflect on that And remember that as well. So that way, excuse me. So that way we are aware that when things happen in our lives, we are aware that everything happens for a reason. So God wants you to remember that everything that happens is for his reasons. It's never going to be for our reasons because he has created us in the first place. So he reminds us in this particular chapter about that. So we can't say we did not know the Lord has given it to us in his word, and his word does not lie. And he even gave us understanding behind that. And as it goes on, it says, um, when there's a time for hating, we shouldn't hate evil people, but we should hate what they do. We should also hate it when people are mistreated, when children are starving, and when God is being dishonored in addition We must hate sin in our lives because that is God's attitude. So we must hate sin, not hate people, but hate evil, hate wickedness. We can hate those things, but God didn't put us in a place to hate people. So And it's hard to love people when they're so despicable and evil. We don't have to care. We don't have to love what they do. But God loves us all no matter who we are and what we do. So we're trying to be examples of Christ. We got to love like we've never been hurt. You got to still love your brother and sister no matter what they did. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it. But God said we ought to love one another no matter what. And then it says, um, Your ability to enjoy your work depends to a large extent upon your attitude. Work becomes when you lose the sense of purpose God intended it for. We can enjoy our work if we, one, remember that God has given us work to do and has equipped us for particular tasks. Two, realize that the fruit of our labor is a gift from him. Three, see your work as a way to serve God. So when you got a job, remember God gave you that job. Whatever your work is to do in this land, in this nation, don't abuse your authority. Don't abuse what God has given you. Remember that he's given it to you for a reason, and it's for a season. So he has blessed you to do it with a great attitude. Some people abuse their authority, and that's what makes bad people. Managers, supervisors, because they're not doing it in a way that God intended them to do it. They take it, and, and they run with it, and they take authority, and they abuse it, and that's how... People get neglected, and that's how abuse goes on at the job, because you're not doing it the right way, and people are not being treated right at their jobs, and it caused people to go into depression, or it caused people to, you know, angry, get angry and stuff. So God wants us, whatever he has for you to do, he wants you to do it the way he intends for you to do it. Do it with respect, love, integrity, and all of those things for your labor. You will be blessed. do you do your labor if you're doing your labor in a bad way then you're going to not get blessed with good blessings you're going to have curses but god said he will bless your labor because that is his gift he's giving you the job so he has blessed you with the job and then also the ability to rejoice and enjoy life is one of god's most excellent gifts to us to be able to rejoice and enjoy life in spite of the storms in spite of the pains and sufferings we face and we go through the trials and tribulations, although we can abuse it, God wants us to enjoy life. When we have the proper view of God, we discover that real pleasure is found not in what we accumulate, but enjoying whatever we have as gifts from God. So, what is the purpose of life? It is that we should fear the all-powerful God Fear does not mean to cringe in terror, but to respect, rever, rever, yeah, rever, I think it says rever, rever, like here, rever, yeah, like rever, and stand in awe of God because of who he is, purpose in life starts with whom we know not what we know or how good we are. It is impossible to fulfill your God-given purpose unless you fear God and give him first place in your life. Amen. So I just thank God for the understanding and, you know, of that. And also, there's wickedness in the place of judgment. Justice is, um, justice. It is even, it even affects the legal system. Solomon asked God, asked how God's plan can be perfect when there is so much injustice and oppression in the world. He concluded that God does not ignore injustice, but will bring it to an end at its appointed time. So remember, there's a time for injustice to be taken care of by the hands of the Lord. Our bodies can't live forever in this present state. In that sense, mankind and animals are alike. But Solomon acknowledged that God has given people the hope of eternity and that we will stand judgment in the next life, making us different from animals because man has eternity set in his heart. He has a unique purpose in God's overall plan. Yet we cannot discover God's purpose to our lives by our own efforts, but only through building a relationship, excuse me, with him and seeking his guidance are you now using your life as God would have you to do do you see it as a gift from him so that's for you to ponder are you living the life that the Lord has blessed you to live in him or are you living the life the way you want to live your life so that's something for you to examine so I just thank God for the word and as we're about to close out we're going to close out in prayer So I just thank God that we received what he has for us today. And I thank him for every prayer today, every uplifting today that he has given us. We are full of the word right now. We are full. And so it is our place to continue to always stay full in his word. We ought to stay full. And how do we stay full? By spending time with the Lord by knowing that his word is filling our lives up. We wanna overflow of everything the Lord has for us. We must want it enough. We must want it bad enough to make that time with God, not when it's a convenient time. No, it gotta be in all the time, not just when I'm off today time, but no, it gotta be a time through your day that you set aside. And said, this is me in the time that the Lord is going to spend. You have to put things aside. Things aside. Put those things aside and say, it's time for me to spend time with my Heavenly Father. That is how we're going to grow. That is how you're going to learn. And that is how you're going to be able to get through this journey with understanding God's wisdom, God's knowledge, and God's understanding, of course. So we just thank God for the uplifting and the outpouring. And remember... You don't, you don't need an appointment with the Lord. You come to the Lord as you are. He is very accepting to you. He loves you. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for me. He waits for us to come to him with all that we got. When we have problems. God wants to hear those from us. he rather for us to come to him first. Then that way he can work it out and send us to the right people in place to deal with the circumstances that he has put in place. But a lot of times when we're going through something, we're so quick to go see about it ourselves, we didn't give it to God. So remember, give all your supplications, all your problems, circumstances, give it to the Lord. He will make it work before anybody can ever try to make it work. People will not be able to make it work for you. Only God will be able to make it work for us. So we got to remember that, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So let's close out with prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for the fullness of your word today. We thank you for filling us up, O God. We ask in Jesus' name that as we go through our day, Father God, let us pour. Give us the strength to pour into somebody else's heart, as well as you've been pouring into ours, Father God. Keep our mind on the right track today, O God. We thank you for waking us up with our mind being together. And Lord, Father God, we ask in Jesus' name that you heal people who are sick mentally, Father God. That you restore their mind back, Lord. That their mind be strong and greater in you, Father God. Uplift our children, our family, Father God. In the name of Jesus, help them through their struggles through the day, Father God. We thank you for teaching us today about how everything happens for a reason. And how we ought to pray over our children's lives, oh God. So we thank you for the understanding and your wisdom and your godly gifts in the name of Jesus that you have shown us that is for us, Lord. As we go through this day, let us pray over other people as well. Lord, we lift all prayers up in the name of Jesus, Father God. We ask that you turn the situation around, God. We ask that you release your miracles where your miracles are needed to be. We ask that you have your way, oh God, in the hearts of your people. Touch the children's hospital, oh God. We know that you're healing those children in the name of Jesus while they're facing severe diseases. The severe viruses, oh God, severe sicknesses, oh God. We ask that Jesus walk through those places right now, Father God, laying his hands on the sick, that they is healed in Jesus' name, that their diseases are removed, delivered out of their life in the name of Jesus, oh God. So Father God, whatever it is, give the parents, give the families comfort as they're dealing with stress, as they're dealing with depression, suicide, I ask in Jesus' name, Father God, that you remove all of that out of their mind, oh God. Take that out of their spirit. Destroy the yoke of the seed, Father God, that it cannot be planted nowhere else. I rebuke the enemy up in the name of Jesus. We bind them up, oh God, in the drenching blood of Jesus right now. So, Father God, walk with us through our troubled waters, Father God, showing us that your light is with us no matter how dark things can be, no matter if it's our darkest hours, as we say. But Lord, we thank you for strength today. We thank you for uplifting us today, O God, because we need it, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Let us not forget to uplift someone else with a kind word, with a prayer, O God. However we need to do it, Father God, give us to us in your strength. Lead us by your spirit in everything we do so that we can be operating in your spirit, Father God, and not in ourselves. Lord, let us continue to walk in your love. We thank you for new mercy today, Father God. And we thank you for just blessing us with this hour and this time that you have given us to come together as a whole, as a family, oh God, that you have ordained us to be. We give you all the glory and honor and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, merciful Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So my sisters and brothers in Christ, as you go on through this day, I thank God for the uplifting of that prayer. We needed it right? Yes, we always need prayer. No matter how good you seem like you're doing, prayer does not mean that because you're doing good, you don't need it. So I just thank God in the name of Jesus for the prayers that went up and we are to share the good news of the Lord and our walk and our journey and lift someone's spirit up today. Don't be a spirit breaker. Don't be abusing nobody in their mind, but help ease their mind with the word of God. This has been your sister heavenly, and it has been a blessing to spend time with Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father, our Lord and Savior, and you guys as well. So I am full, and I thank God for being the very first fruit of our day, and you continue to be encouraged and continue to spend time with the Lord and allow God to be God in your life. God bless you all. Have a blessed, safe, and prosperous day.